0: Hello everybody, it is Tom Chanel. it's Adrian Chanel, and this is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show, and we are going to have a blast today. Got a couple of whippersnappers I've known for a very, very long time. We might even tell you some inside
1: information on that. What do you think of these two, baby? They are, the they're America's couple, man. That's what they I really are, these guys. <laughs> yeah,
0: they are the cutest people I've ever met in my entire life, and I love them to death. So here's the deal. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, I was on the GoPro Accelerator. For Eric Waree, and he's got those two thousand people who love you to death. And I'm doing the show, and I'm looking at the comments, and they're going, "Let's live through this next week." It's Tony and Sarah. It was so <laughs> hot, it was so funny because they love you. everybody loves you too so much. I could not compete with it.
2: Can you believe that? Uh, it was unbelievable.
3: No, I don't. I don't well, think I believe you.
2: That's the truth. Honestly. I believe they love you a lot too, Tom. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: crazy. And even Sean Murphy likes him. It's just, it's the greatest. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: we love Sean. Well, we love
3: Sean. We haven't right. seen him forever.
1: So, so much fun. So yeah, this is going to be such a great conversation today. And we intentionally decided to interview America's couple the day after Valentine's Day, and we're just going to have all kinds of fun.
0: I don't want you to feel too too bad about this, but going back to Eric's GoPro thing, who do you think they chose for the Valentine show? America's favorite old couple, not Ken and Barbie. So that was pretty cool too. <laughs> uh, oh
3: my God. Hey Tom, I got to tell you something funny. So we actually have a big uh, party for our company coming up for the 80s and we actually are surprising everyone. Hopefully not too many people are watching this from our company, but we're dressing up as Ken and Barbie. It is going to be so off the chain. I hope oh, we will. you
0: guys are the perfect job. That's exactly
3: That's what it is. really cool.
0: I know what I know it. My parents thought very early in my life, I kept playing with Ken dolls, not the Barbies. Wait, I had it back. My parents were very suspect of me as a child. Did you know that? that <laughs> I kind of thought I might be like, a so my parents started hiding the doll from me because I'm supposed to be playing with a G.I. Joe and I'm playing with Ken. And so they got a little upset for a while, but it worked out all right. I ended up getting married to Denise and I'm pretty good now. So that's all right. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but I love you all. (laughs) And that's a terrible
1: segue into the
0: show. So take it away,
1: Adrian. Wow, wow, wow. All right, friends, we're going to have a great conversation. And I want to actually maybe start there and and talk about it, uh, you know, what it's like building together because, you know, I'd love for you to share your story because, you know, some couples get into network marketing together. You were both in network marketing independently before you met and then have brought everything together. And so just talk about that journey, uh, as a married couple and and what it's been like, you know, building a a company together.
3: I, so it's been a little bit of a challenge. I mean, it's good now. You know, we have people all the time that will ask us, hey, you know, can you give us tips of like working together? And we're like time. <laughs> you know? I mean, it yeah. really takes time. I mean, when we when we when we first got when we uh, got married, we both had been working network marketing independently for, gosh, what a good
2: 10 years, probably.
3: Yeah, close to 10 years, right? So we were kind of almost like stuck in our own ways, right? We had a way that we did things and the way that we, you know, things worked and had different personalities. And then we were like, well, this is gonna be awesome. We're gonna work together. And like, we literally almost killed each other the first, I don't know, almost two years. It was, it was pretty rough. And, you know, we, we kind of just had a come to Jesus meeting, and we just sat down with each other. And we just said, Okay, if if we want like, do we want this to work first of yeah. all? And we were like, yes. And we're like, then we, we got to figure this out. Otherwise, one of us is going to build business, and the other one is just going to be great support and what have you. And um, we sat down and we just start hammering through that. And you know, now here we are, what working together seventeen years later. Wow,
0: it's extremely hard. And people, I'm really? in the same book. And here's what you're working on. You're working on a marriage. And you're not really realizing when you're starting in that marriage that, it, you know, for rich or poor, that one I can handle. Sickness and in health, that one I can handle. Till death do us part is a very long time. And so I <laughs> our marketing business. I mean, you don't really realize that you're setting into a partnership in business In your marriage, there are two separate things and two extremely difficult things to build as a couple. And you guys did it, and Denise and I did it too. But it does not mean it wasn't. You said it was extremely rough building the new marriage. Mm -hmm. I got married in 99. We She walked into this thing and the first thing she wanted to be was me because she knew she could do me better than me being me. I resented the heck out of her for that. She resented the heck out of me. And it was very, very hard for us to find our identities, which you guys, yeah. you said the same thing and it's hard. And then you finally mm-hmm. figure that out. And then you got the separation of duty, which is hard. Who's doing what? I'm in awe if that you guys have been doing it for 17 years and looking so yeah. doggone happy. So how did you do it? Who does what?
2: Well, I figured it out really quick, Tom, that would you rather be right, Tony, or would you rather have a happy wife and, you know, a good relationship and a fun business? Because I thought I had to be right on everything that I did. And it was my way. And, you know, Sarah will just follow along. And it doesn't work that way. I mean, for me, I had to really take a step back and say, you know what? I'm watching this amazing woman shine And why am I trying to, you know, stop that from happening? Let her shine in these areas that I watch her be so good at. And, you know, for me as a man, you know, the ego and the pride and all this kind of stuff, I just said, you know what, Tony, take a step back, let her do her thing, let her step into her own, and you can do the things that are still left to be done. And- There's a lot of things still left to be done, Tom. Mm -hmm. So I don't think that's, I don't think, I don't think think any of that's
0: true. I don't think you let her do anything. I think she did it. And I think you went and found your true self doing something different, but equally as powerful. Don't you?
3: Mm
2: -hmm. I mean, that's more like that. yeah, that. Yeah. I
3: think too, I think we just realized that, you know, I think the more we were really aware of each other and our strengths, we just, you know, when, when he was stepping forward and shining, like I was okay to step back, vice versa. It was never, you know, we realized like us both being in the center, it just, it just didn't work that way. So we just kind of like, now we're just really aware. We have a great rhythm of, of what's happening. And, you know, there's even sometimes like when we're keynoting and I'm just like, Hey, I let him go do his thing. And I'm more than happy to kind of stand and let, let him shine, you know? And I, I think we have worked well that way. I think one of the best pieces of advice that we ever um, got Tom with with especially with being married was make sure that you learn how to celebrate each other's differences in a- every part of it. and, that, and it yeah. has served us so well. Versus a lot of times, you know, people get frustrated. And, well, why aren't you doing it like this? Well, it's because I'm not you, and you and you got to be okay. Imagine if it was if I did everything the same way you did. Like we would just completely just you know kill each other, right? So. I think for us too i think what's really interesting is that because we both had built um independently you know when you said hey what are your you know how do you guys figure out your roles our situation was a little bit different because we both learned the skill sets of how to build right so we when we both Mm -hmm. got connected we both already we knew how to recruit and invite and follow up and network and close and get people started correctly and help them launch and so forth right so so it, it was interesting for us when we came together because we both were so strong and, and we were like, oh, my God, who's going to lead? I'll lead. No, you lead. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was kind of crazy. So so for us, we kind of had to figure out that, you know, that happy medium with us. And I think too, what's so cool about working together as a couple, and it just takes time, is that some of the areas in your life that you're not as strong at, I don't really like to call them weaknesses, but I guess I call it what it is, is that, you know, a lot of times those, and those were Tony's strengths and just being around him and working the business together every day, a lot of those things actually became my strengths and vice versa. Right. So we made each other strong in so many of these areas now. And so I think that's one big reason that our business is thriving so well is we've just been able to build on strength upon strength upon strength um, inside of our business. You yeah, know, for a long time now.
2: Let me say this: I figured something out a long time ago, and you know we communicate a lot today more than we ever have. But the little stuff that we used to nitpick nitpick each other at mm-hmm. throughout the whole day when we were kind of. A, a new couple getting married, right? New building the business together. We let all that stuff go today. It, it just isn't worth it. Like, I mean, you know, we talk through it. We laugh now we joke about it, but man, we used to like ride each other and just, you know, <laughs> nitpick, nitpick, mm-hmm. nitpick. And it was just not a good situation. And now today we just let all that go time. And that's probably the best thing that mm-hmm. I think about today and how we've grown together.
3: Well, and we had good mentoring too. I mean, actually, one of our greatest mentors that are, is still one of our mentors today. I mean, he actually sat us down and he's like, "Hey, can I talk to you guys about something?" And we're like, "Sure." And he's like, "Guys, you're so petty with each other. He's like, you, you, you ain't gonna make it. Like the things that you're picking on are just ridiculous.' And you, you got into,
2: that, if you really
3: want to grow a multi million business here, you're you're not you're not gonna it, make it, it happen. Was that what? Eric that said that to you? It was. Who was it?
1: Yeah, said, that was even, a really hard. Conversation. It was Eric, It was Eric. It,
3: it was a really hard conversation. Tom. I mean, when he had it with us, I mean, we were sitting down on the couch, and we it was like some big like gulps in the throat. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, it, yes. it was like hard conversation. But I'm so grateful. I mean, to this day, and I don't think we've ever really told him that. But I mean, I'm so great. I, I I remember that con- It was so vivid. And it was, it was a big, big turning point. But again, that's why mentorship is so important. Cause I help you see the blind spots that you just don't see, like you just don't see in your life. And so, you know, if you don't have a mentor and you guys are watching this and listening, like you have got to find somebody that can help you with those blind spots. Because Man, it, I mean, it, it, it totally changed the trajectory of our business and our marriage. Really?
0: He had that conversation with Denise. <laughs> that's a lie. That was a lie. He didn't have that conversation with Denise. Uh, I, uh,
3: love I was like, really? I was like, oh my <laughs> was, god, yeah. that's
0: crazy. There's a little delay, so I'm the like, jokes are like, like Denise. I'm like,
1: I, I think you meant yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it made the moment that much more pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. No, no, no,
0: no. So that's yeah, yeah. You need somebody like that. You need people that are straight with you, and it's the most important thing. And you know, one thing I have found over the years, because I am an attention grabbing microphone stealing son of a gun but almost all the accolades i ever get when denise are on and i are on stage is when people catch me keeping my mouth shut and actually letting anybody else have all the attention instead of grabbing it all myself and that was a good lesson for me that's not only worked well in my marriage but in the rest of my business building is the more attention you take off of yourself the more attention you ultimately get and all of you people listening that's an important part you want to take us into a break
1: Yeah. So I I love that. And I think just, you know, working through these things, having, having mentors who care enough about you to tell you the truth in, to seek out that kind of mentorship that isn't just blowing smoke, isn't just t- teaching you skills, but is really holding up a mirror to you when you need it is really important. So this is an awesome conversation. Our guests are Sarah and Tony Zelecki here on the legacy leadership show. We're having a great conversation. We're on the Genesis communication network and we will be back right after this. Stay tuned. All right. We're going to do just little 30 second breaks this time. We, we, Wanted to keep the flow of these conversations going a little bit better so we don't do the long breaks anymore. So we're gonna come back at, at just 19 and a half here. And uh, this next thing I, I wanna talk a little bit about your kids and, and how that fits into the business. I think that's a, another fun kind of dimension as your kids are getting a little bit older and watching what mom and dad are doing. So let's dive into that. We're gonna come back cool. in about five seconds here. You. you come back with me. me.
0: And we're back. It is the Legacy Leadership Radio Show. We've got Adrian Chenault right here, Tom Chenault. And we have got an unbelievable couple in network marketing that have been together a long time and have been through thick and thin, thick and thin, thick and thin, and always, always come back and build bigger than ever. And right now, they are on an epic role and it's so great to see it because that has not gone to their head they're still a humble little couple from minnesota just grinding it out <laughs> loving their kids and it just warms my cockles back to you adrian
1: <laughs> had to get the cockles <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, so, <laughs> you guys have two beautiful children who might have just walked through the door so this might be perfect timing but I wanted to ask you about that because that was a big part of you know our, our story together. I you know, I really kind of came of age as my dad and, and then Denise together were, were hitting stride in their network marketing business. And so how has that been, you know, both being working your tails off, working super hard, but doing it from the house in front of the kids? Like what's that been like for your kids to witness you building this business together? Uh,
3: I think it's been awesome. I mean, I think you know, you know for, for us, I mean, we, we're Midwest kids, right? So I think the number one value that our par- both of our parents always instilled in us was was work ethic. You know, we both had our first job. I mean, I was like 14 years old, my first job. And I don't know, you were probably almost close to the same, right? Yeah. And I think, you know, I think I, I love our kids seeing that we work hard. I think sometimes, you know, people have mommy guilt, people have these things that pop up in their mind that they're like, Oh my gosh, I feel bad if I'm, you know, doing an extra zoom or doing an extra call or doing some of these things to, to push my business forward. And the reality is I, I actually love all that because I love that my kids see that we fight like the junkyard dog for our dream. You know what I mean? Like, I, I mean, I, if, if our kids do network marketing awesome, if they don't, like, I just want them to, to see how passionate we are and see how hard that we chase it. And, and I love that they see us when we have good days and bad days and how we cope and how we, you know, it just, it helps them just grow, right. And understand how to work through emotions and, and just being resourceful. And I think it's just such an incredible incubator that, I mean, they're live living in this whole thing. Right. So, you know, it's kind of like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard the quote, they said, the way that you get your kids to become a great reader is not. By, you know, having them read the way they become a great reader is because they see you read. That's when they decide to become great. Right. And that's the same thing in in this business is like all these amazing skills of being an entrepreneur. Like our kids, they're living, breathing it because they see us doing it every day. Like you can't have a better place that they can. Just grow and emanate than that like I, I think it's awesome
2: well I think also too is you know they're always listening right kids are always listening I mean they just came in now and they're listening and <laughs> I love that because they pick up everything right everything and I remember you know we were talking to one of their teachers and she said you know it's interesting because man, Hudson has just got this leadership in him. And, you know, I, he just leads the class of 25 kids. Like he's the leader. And anytime I have like issues with kids and they need leadership, like I have Hudson get into that circle. Yeah,
3: he like diffuses the situation, and he leads, leads it out, and that's what he
2: does. And, and I'm and I'm sitting here just kind of laughing and she's kind of going, why are you smirking? And I'm like, well, you know, he listens to mom and dad. And, you know, we pour in the leadership and, and, and people – through Zooms or you know through just talking to people every single day, but he picks up on that stuff, and um, I just think it's just a great incubation, you know, what our kids
1: are in growing up in this world. That is such a gift, and and I think you're right, you know, just all of the little pieces of of what you pick up on and watching the way mom and dad manage situations and watching the way that they treat people and watching the way that they talk about them behind their back and just all the things like they're actually seeing and hearing and watching what you're doing. And sometimes that for me as a parent is terrifying (laughs) because I'm going, oh Lord, I really hope you weren't listening to that phone call, (laughs) but you know, it's. (laughs) I think that there's a lot of a lot of goodness that comes out of that, and and I, I, I know for sure I've been a huge beneficiary of seeing firsthand what my dad did to be successful and how hard it was and how hard he worked and and what it takes, but also you know how rewarding it is and that just all of it, right? And so you know as a kid you're trying to figure it out. It's you know it's not always easy, and and you do sometimes. You know, I remember as a kid, I always felt like, oh, man, my dad works all the time. and It's just because he happened to be working in front of me instead of someplace where I can't see him. But I'm still. Yeah,
2: exactly.
1: Yeah. So it's it's really special. And we could do it. I feel like we should do sometime a whole show just on that, because I think it's such an important topic. You know, so many people are, are building this business with little kids at home. But this is the quick the quick uh, segment. So we got to take another break here in just a second. And then we'll have some more time to uh, to keep digging into Tony and Sarah Zelecki's story. So you're listening to the Legacy Leadership Show. We're here on the Genesis Communication Network. Thank you, Ted Anderson, for having us on for all these years. We love you. And we will be back right after this.
0: So Adrian calls it the Legacy Leadership Show instead of the Legacy Leadership or Radio Show, which I think is adorable Say because there's there's no radio. There's, radio? There's no radios anymore. So that is so yeah, we'll
3: Say hi to Tom and Adrian. Oh, what are hey, you doing? Hudson.
0: Hudson. How are you, so Hudson, you got a booger right there, though. Right there. See that booger? <laughs> <laughs> it's good to see you,
3: man. <laughs> he's picking his no. nose. He goes, he's do like, he's nose? like, do I? Do I?
1: all right we're gonna come right back hold on okay okay
0: and we're back it's the legacy leadership show with adrian chanel tom chanel sarah Zalecki, tony zelecki and adrian's got an agenda here so we're gonna blow right out of that thing and tell you people that one of my great resentments in my life happens to me all the time with tony zelecki And I just want everybody to know that the power of remembering is absolutely the most important thing that you could ever do in your life. And yesterday was Valentine's Day. And I know that you didn't go to your wife or your spouse and follow them up. You remembered them. And whenever Tony Zalecki posts about his sobriety. The first thing I do is read the entire post looking for my name. And then I listen to the whole nauseating Facebook Live listening for my name because I was there the day that Tony Zelecki decided to stop drinking a decade ago. And I'm telling you, I live for that. Remember. And when it isn't there, I hate him for a week. You want to talk about that a little bit? Uh-huh. How much- no, 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 that's good. How important I was thinking on the, on the way over here, I wanted to work that into the conversation because you never know where you are and why you're there. And you think you go to a party or you think you go to a networking event and you run into somebody that literally changes your life or you change their life. And what I'm telling all of you is stop invalidating God and show up instead of having your agenda, Show up as an open book and serve and amazing things happen. And that's how Tony Zalecki and I got so close. Is that right or wrong, Tony?
2: That, that's right, Tom. And, you know, I think about it, you know, so May 15th um, is coming up and that'll be 12 years of sobriety for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in in May 2010, I met Tom at a party and I was screwed up. I was drinking. I My marriage was falling apart. You know, our business was up and down because of alcohol. And I meet this guy, Tom Chenault, in the middle of the dance floor. And he changes my life. And he changes my life doing a couple different things. One, he takes time, like, to really connect with me and communicate with me and get to know me and start telling his story. And he wasn't afraid to go there. He wasn't afraid to be vulnerable. He wasn't afraid like to give me the real stuff. And, you know, for years, no one would give me the real stuff. But Tom gave me the real stuff. And I just never forget that because that night my life would be changed forever because of your wisdom, because of, you know, you helping me. And not Mm -hmm. wanting anything in return, like not wanting one thing in return, just saying, you know what? Wow, this kid kind of like him. I'm going to help him. And I'm going to give him a path that he can run on so that he can, one, save his own life, two, save his marriage, three, save his business. And that's what you did, Tom.
0: And you kept me sober that night, too. And that's what's so beautiful about that whole deal. And all you guys, I'm just telling you, you just can't believe how great it is to be causing somebody to be partially a cause. Obviously, it was God. I didn't have anything to do with that. I'm not taking credit for it. To be in the right place at the right time, to tell him a story that he could hear, But that's the same thing in your business. And if you'll just open your ears and your heart Mm -hmm. and fire your brain and your agenda, you're going to get there from here, every one of you. And you're doing unbelievably important work. Look what this has turned into. And what Tony doesn't remember, either remember or even know about is the sidebar conversation that was a lot tougher than my conversation with you, with Sarah, when you said, Tom, you got to, this has got to happen. And it was really, really beautiful listening to Sarah and her love and her concern and her powerlessness. But I want you to think about everybody out there. They're just as scared. And you've got great responsibility to tell them the story of what life could be like powerfully because you've all got that power. And so Tony and Sarah, I love you guys. I mean, you you guys are like my kids because of that night 12 years ago. And I will never forget it. And thank you. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, Tom, and I think too, Tom, what's important to remember as well is that, you know, all of our lives are so busy and we're all, you know, most of us have like blinders on, but the reality is all day long in our life. And, and now I think it's changing as, you know, more and more of us are like out and about and all that stuff, right? I, I think like now more than ever, like there's people that come across our path every day, but we have to be aware of it. You know what I mean? We have to take a moment to, to see who are the people that are on our path to to say hello to or, you know, cause cause the reality is like this whole situation with Tony, like you were it, you were on alert. You know what I mean? You were aware of your surroundings. You, you were, your motive was was clean. Your motive was like, man, like I, I need to bless somebody's life today. You know, who's who's whose life am I gonna enrich or whose life is going to enrich mine, right? That's how I live my life every day. And so I think when you live like that and you are aware and you aren't self-absorbent to your life and what you want and what's happening. Like there's so many great people that come flooding into your life. And I just think now more than ever, like people are so craving that. And I just, yeah. I just want to encourage people like, but look up, you know what I mean? Look up and be aware of the people that come across your path every day that you can give an encouraging word to or a compliment or a help or even just a hello. Like, I mean, that stuff goes so far right now.
1: That's so so true. And, you know, even we talk about big things like somebody getting sober and, and them changing their whole life. But those same principles really apply. I mean, that's one of the things that makes network marketing such a remarkable profession is that really you have the opportunity all the time to see people where they are in maybe more mundane challenges in their life's journey whether that be their you know their weight whether that be their health or their energy or you know their finances in even just you know like it's not that it's dire straits it's just that there's not enough and that there's stress that people are experiencing all the time and everybody else is so busy going about their life that they're not paying any attention and if you can start to be that person that really stops and sees people and actually wants to pay attention to them that's a huge blessing to others in and of itself. And then it becomes an opportunity for you to actually build your business and and to pour into the lives of others. Right. Mm
3: -hmm. Exactly.
2: Yeah. The three things I try to do every day (laughs) when I'm in conversation with people is I ask a lot of questions, but I always try to leave them with a good story that will help them um, give them good advice or I connect them somebody, something to read, watch, listen to that will help them, that will give them value, that will give them a solution to maybe some of the stuff that's going on in their life. And, um, you know, that has served me very, very well. And um, I think you do this better than anybody. It's just like you ask the right questions, you listen and you're, you're always giving best advice or you're telling a story or you're pointing them somewhere to, you know, get more value.
0: You know, and my mantra is that, and what you just said is what my mantra is. My job on this planet is to have no agenda except making my agenda their agenda and leave every human being that I meet, no matter where they are, no matter what station of life they're at, feeling better about their life than when they got there. And that's what you just said you do. And it is such a great mantra to have Because left to my own intention, I'm this egomaniac trying to act like Joe Cool instead of really being empathetic and trying to put myself in the shoes of others. And what makes this business great is the attitude that you just talked about, that Sarah lives every day. And people see in you as a couple building powerfully with incredible children growing up with you every day is take your children to work day. You kids are doing it. And that's what's so beautiful about it. I'll never forget his sister. She wait. I had this Greek, this great Jeep Wagoneer, And I walked through the living room and all of a sudden my daughter goes, daddy, what's wrong with the car? I go, well, nothing. Why? She goes, well, that's it's on a truck. I go, oh, I hated that car. It was being repossessed. So they were just hauling it out of there. So I had to lie to poor Courtney. She was like five and you know, go the whole route of uh, telling her some tall tale about what happened to the car. But that's what they go through. But you get better from it. You get stronger from it. And they see that life isn't leaving in the morning and coming back with a wheelbarrow for money. There is work done in between. And I think that's really defined your life well.
1: Yeah, no, it it absolutely has. And it, it took being able to see what, you know, how, how the sausage gets made, how like the, the highs and the lows and the number of phone calls and all the, you know, all the things that had to happen in order to make that dream a reality. And it, you know, as as it's been in your life, right. It it does, it is not a straight shot to the moon, right. It is like this way and that way. And it's all the, all the, the, you know, the twists and turns that, you know, have people go, Oh, you're an overnight success. No, I'm not right. You're a, I'm a 20 year overnight success or whatever it is. Right. Like that's, that's the reality of the situation. And so I think that you guys do that really well. And, you know, one of the things that, that you guys also do super well is, is the way that I think you show up online. And so I'd love for you just to talk about, you know, how you guys have learned to sort of, show your life online in a way that isn't just like, look how great we are, but is authentic and that, you know, shares, shares the fun and shares the hardship and shares all of it. How, you know, how have you guys learned to do that so effectively?
3: So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a great, I'll give a great tip right now. So one of the things that I have people do is I have them get out a piece of paper and on the very top of the paper, I have them write, um, what do you want to be known for or known as, and what do you aspire to be? And literally do a brain dump, right? And all, all of those things that are important to you um, or people already see you as, that's how every post that I do, every live that I do, every story that I do, every reshare that I do, you know, we, we are very intentional with everything we do on social media. And if any of those things are not congruent with that list, we don't post it. So that's why when people meet us, they're like, man, you guys are exactly how you are in your lives. You're exactly the way you are with your posts. And and to us, that's the greatest compliment ever, because it just shows us that we are fully aligned with who we are. You know, we, we, what, what you see is what you get. There's no like, you know, persona or what have you. And I think that builds a lot of trust and a lot of credibility. And I do try to do kind of like kind of a, a one, I kind of have like a one third rule, where I'll probably I'll try to do like a third of my posts are like family, right? Just all fun, right. personal, you know, that type of stuff. I do like a third, like kind of indirect with business, right? Maybe inspirational quote, a business tip, you know, maybe something I read out of excerpt of a book that I was inspired by. And then the fourth one is a lot of times tied in with like lifestyle, And a little bit more in regards to our business, right? So we try to do that healthy kind of like posting um, every single day, you know, uh, all over social media.
2: Yeah, and I think the best thing, if you're listening, you can do online is what Sarah just talked about, but also be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and be real and, 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 and talk about maybe what you're going through, you know, like Tom talked about. When I talk about my sobriety and I talk about some of the things that I had to learn and what I overcome, Overcame to get to where I am today. That those posts and, and and that engagement and those reach outs are some of the most powerful. You Ten times anything you do. All
0: right, let's take one last break and get the heck out of here. We're gonna. This is the Legacy Leadership Show, no radio with Adrian, no Tom Chenault, and we'll be back right after this. Thank you, Genesis Communication Network. How <laughs> hey, about wonder-
1: that? Yeah, what's that?
3: Yeah, I have one other thing I want to piggyback on being vulnerable with posting. If you guys don't mind, we could bring it back just super quick on that topic. Yeah,
1: And, then we can and, oh, and okay. I want to share. I, I want to share what you guys created for for folks to to grab hold of. So let's. Yeah, do that. really
3: cool. They'll love it. Yeah, will love okay. it.
1: How about
0: Jordan Thanks. Adler going to Hawaii with us? Jordan Adler's is going he? to Hawaii for Denise's birthday to visit Richard Brooks. No
1: way! I didn't know that. Yeah. No, that's awesome. that's so yeah. cool. That is awesome. Um,
0: He's we on a diet cutting. trying to have a body like mine. So he's like not eating any carbs or anything. So he's really oh. working
1: on it. So that's good. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, oh, let's oh, come yeah. back. And we'll, we'll wait 30 more seconds and we'll yeah. come back at the top of the minute.
3: Oh, okay.
1: that's so cute. Yeah, man. we love him.
3: Jordan's become like our brother, man. He's he like is cute, just awesome. a
0: good man. I saw, I've seen you guys doing some stuff with him. That's really, really we
3: cool. We do a lot of stuff with him whenever we see each other at least probably three times a year. Yeah, he, man. Won't,
0: yeah. he won't even talk to us anymore because he hooked up with you and Michelle and Margie and everybody. We just got
1: cleaned <laughs> out. All right. All right. We're coming back. Hold on one second.
0: Okay. And we're back. It's Tom Chenault, Adrian Chenault, and it is the Legacy Leadership Show. And what a day it is, man.
1: Absolutely.
0: Sarah's got a point she wants to make. Would you let her make it?
3: <laughs> All right, Sarah. <laughs> well, I just like what Tony shared about you know stuff on social media with being vulnerable. I think it's, you know i think it's so good i i do you know one of the things that we make a point to do with that with the times that you are you know just being willing to just kind of show up as yourself whether it be on a live or a reel or whatever it is right on social media i think it's important to 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 talk about where you how you came out on the other side of it right so one of the greatest tips that i ever heard on social media they said make sure that you share scars not wounds. Oh, that was so powerful because i think a lot of times what do we see on social media people just like regurgitate whatever and they just air their dirty laundry and i'm like all right so i know you went through that crap but like give me give me some goodness on the other side of it, right? So so for tony the when he share i love that he shares a sobriety but he also says hey guys like i was on the bottom this is where i was at but this is what i did to pull through, right? And so i make sure too with the thing that i am sharing i do take a pause and I sure. stop and I go, Sarah. Is this a wound right now, or is this a scar? Right, and then that's how I post. I think that that is really important because I just unfortunately I see a lot of people do the opposite, and like people just don't want to follow that. You know, they they want to they want to see light on the other side of it as well.
0: I have never heard that before, and that's profound. And I'm going to steal it. It's really really
3: cool. <laughs> just so give me Friday. credit once.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys need to go to this deal called work with sarah and forward slash 50 because yeah. in about 20 years they're going to be 50 years old i have no, maybe that's their combined age at the <laughs> back of that or something i have no idea work with sarah and forward
1: slash 50 what that is, is a template of 50 incredible social media posts and prompts that you can yeah. use to be able to, to talk about your own life on social media. Isn't
0: that cool? I got to get that.
1: I know you need I, I do not knows.
0: talk enough about myself <laughs> <Most of the, laughs> in the bathtub is one of the, the tips on there. Okay, good. <laughs> that is exciting. Yeah. And next week I'm leaving Friday for Dubai. To do a big, big event with Rob Sperry and Frazier Brooks and all those guys. So next Tuesday, we have no idea what time we're going to do it. Maybe four in the morning over there. We are going to do the Legacy Leadership Show live from Dubai. And that's going to be oh, kind of wow. cool. And isn't that neat?
3: Wow! So
0: that's going to be a blast. So I might have to spend the night at Frazier's house.
3: <laughs> oh, my God. That's going to be that's going to be one
0: for the record books, That's that'll
1: be, be one cool. for the record books. <laughs> of course, better, just yeah, head for the hills. Man. We'll let
0: her stay in my hotel room. It'll be awesome.
1: <laughs> All right, so, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, what do
0: you think the future is? I man, you guys are rocking, you're having record month after record month. There is no let up in your business because you've got a you've got systems, you've got a culture, you've got community, and you're rocking it, right?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, things are good. I just think that. You know, now more than ever, people want to, they want, they want to do something online. They just don't know what, right? Yeah. And I, I think that, you know, it, people are looking, they really are. I think that people have really come to the conclusion that they're like, I have to create my own economy. Like they're finally there, you know, where the government's not going to do it. Like I have to do something you know, the days of people going, oh, I don't know if I want to do network marketing. They, they they see it really as an incredible viable option for them that is sustainable, but I also think doable for people's lifestyle, right? Because so many of, you know, the companies that are out there, they are online now, you know, a lot of these, you know, people that are parents or grandparents that are juggling careers and kids, jobs and all the above, they, they're inspired that, they can actually build something part-time in the nooks and crannies of their life because it is online. Right. So I feel like they feel like, Hey, this is actually something that is realistic that I could actually build, which is really cool. And so people are coming on board now more than ever because of that.
1: That's so that that's huge. And, And you're so right. It's, it's such a, we, you know, the, the last two years have taken care of anybody's resistance to the idea of, of, Figuring out how to do something online because we've all had you know we've all had this crash course and now it's you know it's really being in a position of being able to show people a way to take control of their own destinies, isn't it? Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: Adrian Chanel
0: even has ninety thousand TikTok views. He's so excited he can't even see straight.
1: <laughs> this, this, wow! <laughs> I didn't know that. I gotta go
3: follow
1: you. Amazing video. It's so weird, man. I don't, who knows? Who knows how the TikTok gods work? Tic-tac superstar right here. I love it. Right here, man. I'm telling
0: you what, I've never gotten close to that. So now I got to chase that down. I'm competing with Denise. I'm competing with him. No wonder I have no self-esteem. It's
1: unbelievable. One hit wonder.
0: wonder. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we love you guys. And it's been an honor having you on. The future is bright for you. The future is bright for the profession. Anything you want to say to these people, that might not believe that this could possibly be true, making a tremendous amount of money, working with your kids every day and living life large. Isn't that just a dream come true for you?
3: It is. I think that, you know, um, I, I just, I believe in possibility, you know, I, I, I believe in, you know, I, I guess I'm a, Yeah, I I believe in the American dream, but I also think too, guys, I mean, the reality is, is that we may, you make your own luck, you know what I mean? Like for us, we just decided to like put our head down and, and work. And, you know, we, we just said, Hey, like, we're going to work this until it happens. You know, we weren't people that were willing to throw the towel in and, um, you know, we just said, Hey, let's, let's just keep going. And I think that's the thing for us. We just said through thick and thin. Let's do this, and and I think really that's that's one of the reasons that we are here is because we are just we're we be we decided to become resilient, you know.
2: Yeah, and I'll just say this: you can have it all, Tom. You can have it all, and I'll tell you, all the listeners out there, stop listening to people that are telling you you can't because you can have it all. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, we're going home. Don't hang up. We're going to stick around for a minute on Facebook. This was the legacy leadership show adrian tom see you all later we did
1: it. we did it all that right
0: awesome. you You were beautiful
3: thank, so, you. thank you for having us what an honor
0: i know no 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 we, we it was our honor and i can heart i'm going to come back in i've already set my thing to make sure that i'm on with you and eric next week on that accelerator thing because you guys are rock stars i mean and what we need are more young people going through the ranks. I just decided to go back on the board of the ANMP. I, I quit, you know, I quit all the time because I get pissed off about stuff. So I quit yeah. for like two years. So I just called Garrett and I said, okay, now I'm mad at all these people making income claims and health claims. I'm coming back on. And he goes, Oh yeah, God, go. yeah. yeah so that's a huge,
3: that's a huge thing. And we're I'm really glad that you're doing that because. You know, I think that's one of the hardest things that, that we see. I mean, we're, we are very vigilant about that. I mean, one thing that that we don't do and, and our team doesn't do it either. Like we don't talk about the sales of our business online. We don't talk about income. We don't talk about, you know, we don't even talk if there was ever a car program. Like we just don't go there. And, yeah. um, you know, for us, we're like, guys, the truth is good enough, you know? And, um, Well, we still see it though, as you see it. I mean, it's rant. I still see some of this stuff and I just cringe and I'm like, oh my gosh, like you cannot, we cannot be. Well, well, Tom, what
2: did Kevin Thompson say? Because they sent all the letters to everybody, they blanketed everybody with letters. Anybody that says anything that they can just go through those doors, he's like, they can do it. You already got the letter.
0: Yeah. And God bless your company though, because they've really, from the very top, They have gone through the ranks of your leaders and your big earners saying, don't say anything stupid. I mean, at least you've got that buy-in from the very top. I saw that they just uh, sent decease and desist orders to three companies here in the last week. Uh, I saw, and I'm not going to bring it up because I don't want to throw any shade on what those companies were. But one of them was talking about the president of that company being the one saying the dumb stuff. And it immediately had me think about your company owners and a couple other company owners that say, we are not doing that on our watch. It's hard enough to watch all the distributors that could say something egregious. We can't be saying it from the top. And what I love about your company is that you do have this culture where you guys aren't as a as a as a complete tribe saying something dumb. And I think that's going to keep you in business. And it's smart.
3: Well, and that's the thing is they just teach, just teach the the leaders that they're like, Hey guys, like if you, if we protect the golden goose, like we have a ride here for a very, 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 very long time, you know? And it's helping them, it's helping them be, you know, keep the long-term vision, right? Versus a short-term. So, but again, like you said, that's a culture thing, right?
0: Yep. And starting over, I mean, you've had to do it before. I've had to do it before. Denise and I, it's hard and oh my God! I,
3: never, I know,
0: Ugh. you know, you say you never want to do it, but and it would take, a, you know, it, to move somebody out of a, a giant check takes a real, real serious. In fact, I was going to talk about that because I got a call earlier today about somebody called me and said, can I get a master? Do you know somebody that would want to be a master distributor? And I said, what's the story? Oh, we'll pay him all this money to bring a team. I said, there isn't a master distributor on the planet that can bring a team. So you're right. an idiot. A yeah. master distributor is gonna build a team. They are gonna bring yeah. it. Because if you've done your job at the old company and they're making all this money, they're gonna look at you like you're crazy if you're trying to get them to leave there and come here. So don't get a that's master right. distributor that's gonna bring, get a master distributor that's gonna build and don't pay them any money. It's there, yeah. You know, that's that's what I said, and I'm sure I'm gonna go to hell for it, but I meant it. <laughs> All right, you guys, we got to go. You we so love, you. Right, love you.
3: Guys, Thank you for having us again. We appreciate yeah, Tony, you. See you, like a
0: lot of God. See you brother. I love thank you,
2: man. You. Love you. Thank you. Take care, guys. All right, bye, love you guys. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.